Welcome back to another episode, a trending hot topic today on all social media TV networks of Diego Coca being the soon-to-be head coach of the Mexican national team, WL Nation and Houston Tigres on the pod today to discuss the eventual departure of Diego Coca from Tigres. Enjoy the episode. What up, everyone? We are back with another episode of the podcast. Uh, we got a hot topic to discuss tonight. You know, became really trending topic on social media today, confirmed by various inside sources that cover the national team. It looks like Diego Coca is gone. I got Edgar here from Double L Nation and Misael Lopez from Houston Tigres. How we doing, fellas? How you guys doing tonight? Doing good, still processing all the news, but we're here. Misael? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Um, yeah, just here, you know, taking on the news and see what see what comes of it. Absolutely. So, Yvonne Arange, uh, Alejandro Urbanos, or Urbanos, I think, or Reynos. Correct me if I'm wrong, but or Misael, but one of those two guys came out and mentioned that Diego Coca was a candidate within the last week or so, week and a half. And Diego Coca even admitted to having a conversation with the new appointed director of uh, national teams at Esparga. And I'm sure in Diego Coca presented his project and maybe a conversation went well. And most of us sort of like reacted to it, but we weren't really sure what was going to happen. Everybody thought Almada had a bigger lead at keeping this job. And we, here we are today, those guys confirm, but more so for more validity of the decision, we got Peyo Maldonado also confirming it and, or at least alluding to confirming it. Wasn't that right, Edgar? Yeah, so he sent out a tweet um, right around the same time Twitter crashed earlier today, but uh, we were able to get a hold of that. Yeah, what was that? Like, none of the messages were working, but that was weird. Yeah, I couldn't post either on, on um, no comments, anything. It says I kept, I had messages, but, but uh, yeah, I guess now that that Bello Maldonado confirmed it, it's 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 likely official that Diego Coca is going to be leaving the team. I guess now we're just trying to figure out who who could replace him. I mean, this project got um, pretty serious with all the players they brought in. Now it's he leaves us hanging. Yeah, it's pretty bad because there's a few things to point out. There's the first, the construction of the squad based on the needs that you asked for. So a guy that can play in the middle with a lot more back and forth pace and Nando Gorrerian, arguably a top three uh, player at his position in the league. Um, like I mentioned before, even consider maybe a top 10 player in the league. Then he asked for another forward to play alongside Gignac. Um you know, Santos Borre from uh, Germany, who we were looking at, the Colombian striker forward. And that, that that falls through. So then we go after the guy that challenged Gignac for the scoring title and won one himself, Nicolás Ibáñez, who's been on a tear at, from San Luis to Pachuca, winning the title. And then on the plus side, in order to sacrifice, you know, or uh, have the arrival of Nico Ibáñez, one foreign player has to leave. And a fan favorite, uh, Florian Tuban, was, you know, bought out of his contract. 
and we were able to land El Factor Linus. And so you take that into all into consideration. This man got everything he desired to move forward with the project in the long term and really give that, you know, optimism back to the fans. And it's all crushed with the national team, you know, choice for the next coach uh, heading into the 2026 World Cup. What do we make of that, Edgar? What are you thinking do you keep them? What what are, what are your initial thoughts, brother? So without any official word for Apoca, what we know so far is he's offered to finish out the season. But in my humble opinion, you there's no point. There's no point in him finishing out the season because now you're not 100% concentrated in Tigres. We have our own project that we were working on. Conca uh, Champions is just a couple weeks away. League Cup follows that and this tournament. Um, but on top of that, now you're going to have a guy who has to divide his attention with the Nations League and the national team in March as well. So I don't think it's worth it. I don't think it's a good idea to keep him around. I think the best course of action would just, honestly, if all the rumors are true, uh, I wouldn't even let him coach on Saturday. I would just have Chima Reese take over, and then, you know what, we'll figure it out from there. Yeah, I am totally not opposed uh, to that, I would be very inclined to agree with everything you said about letting him stay on. Misael, any thoughts about what do you think about him staying? Do you think it's bad for the team, especially with how the team has now come together? You relegated Cordova and Nico Lopez to the bench. You know, as a new coach, you you brought your players, like I mentioned, and you're rolling with what you think is best. And now you you give it all up to go to the national team. Do you think he should finish or let go like Edgar saying. Um, I guess if he was if he was able to finish the season, but focus just strictly on Tigres, you know, not coach the the national team, which I know is gonna be hard, especially because of all the sponsors and stuff. They want Mexico to start playing so they could gain their money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, so I know that's gonna be pretty hard. But if he's gonna divide if if he's gonna be dividing his time, he might as well leave right now. You know, it was just like a couple years ago when Lopetegui was uh, in Spain and then he was already signed with Real Madrid, they just let him go. I think we should do the same thing. But I know the hard part is trying to find somebody that could fill his spot. I mean, it, it would be a nice uh, project, an interesting project to to leave maybe Chimarriz and Juninho. Maybe let him, let him get in there and, you know, coach the rest of the season. Um, you know, I just feel bad for the players. But, I mean, I, I'm not complaining about the people he brought in, I think we got a real solid squad. The players that came in, you know, they're they're really good players. So, I mean, I guess that was the upside of this uh, having Coca for two months. But um, yeah, I mean, if 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 he's gonna be dividing his time, he's just leave right now. You know, the federation could have him now. Yeah, I think that's probably what every uh, fan is thinking. I think if he doesn't want to be here, you can't be in two places at once. So. You know, like you guys both mentioned, finding somebody and, you know, the greatest thing about this um, or the, I guess the silver lining is that the players are winners, you know, with the leadership that we have with Guido, Nahuel, Gignac. Um, now with Samir Caetano, Rafael Carioca's, you know, leadership is, you know, in a different way, but he's a leader in the club. Um, so you have the the players' leadership and championship pedigree to move forward. 
And so I think the most important thing is I think we're going to get somebody that we may, as a fan base, not be extremely happy with. There's already a rumor being thrown around that Jimmy Lozano is um, the candidate. And so I think if you go the route of having somebody from the club or, or you know, like all the guys you mentioned, Chimarriz, Juninho, Uguayala, even like Lou was tweeting out earlier, people that can take over to finish out the rest of the season and find somebody that can uh, bring in and establish a project. Because I think the most important thing is, is going to be to come in and give the confidence back to the locker room after a coach was there selling them on something to be, you know, 100% committed to championship seeking uh, in the next tournaments with Diego Coca. And for that to go all the way, I think somebody with good, you know, high character, you know, big personality is someone that would be required if not, if you don't go the route of allowing your players that have played in the past, like we mentioned, your Nino Chima and Uguayala and any other player that they could probably bring in. So thoughts on Jimmy Lozano being a candidate, Edgar? Definitely not my first pick. I don't think he would even be in my top three or my top five. It's not a bad one, but just given the ultimate amount of options that you have, um, I would just go a different direction. I do think he is a good coach. I don't think he's a good coach for this team and just for the critical objectives that we have as a club. Like I said, uh, Champions League is right around the corner. If it were me personally, I would trust Juninho more with that just because as a player, he understands the responsibility that that was and he understands the club values and the expectations a lot more than another coach who's not been in that position, is not familiar with the tournament. Yeah, because I think at this point, you know, the way that we play can't be the most important thing. I think we just have to find a way to keep that locker room meshed together. You know, especially, like I said, the guys that have been relegated gives them a new, a new chance. So I think somebody that can handle that locker room, and in this case, you know, like we mentioned, Juninho's leadership and the commitment that he's had to the club and the club and the expectations could be a solution. If that doesn't happen, Jimmy Lozano, like you mentioned, I don't, I don't think he can handle the immediate job. But it has me thinking, who do we seek? Is there anybody available that can come in and do both things at the same time? Uh, keep the locker room together and establish an identity moving forward. You know, we've talked about Marcelo Bielsa in the past. Here's an opportunity. Do we seek somebody like that to come in and, and coach the team? Or do we are we content with the idea of, you know, the institutional players that we have? Yeah, I think that will be a sorry. Yeah, I think that that's gonna be the hard thing to see if you could find a big name to that's gonna wanna come that, you know, with with the with with the um this season already started. Uh, you know, you might have those good coaches available, but they might they might not want to come till next season. So the thing is finding somebody that's willing to do it. I think your Nino would be an interesting choice. I mean, above Jimmy for sure. Uh, Jimmy Lozano, like you mentioned, he, he's a good coach. You know, I like what he did with the Mexican Sub-23. Um, I mean, he knows some of the players that we have, but I just don't think – I think he's meant for clubs that are, you know, maybe inspiring for some 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 other kind of results, maybe not for theaters. Um, and what this what this team needs, you know, it's somebody that's serious, somebody that's going to get in there. And I think Juninho, it's – you know, he's, he's really respected within the club and a lot of the players he played with are still there. 
So that's that would help him out. But uh, I just don't, I hope he is, but I don't see the club or you know all the institutions behind the club uh, taking that risk with with him. I think they they want somebody that's that's ready to go, somebody that's serious, and then somebody that could stay for the next three years maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Alfred on uh, on Twitter suggesting uh, Damian Alvarez, Juninho, and Rivas for uh, <laughs> you know coaching yeah. the rest of the season. That could be something that'd be interesting. Maybe like I said, a a, a committee of Uayala, Damian, Rivas, Juninho guys who have won it all there and could keep the boat afloat and instill that confidence that they have to seek these titles that they've been in plenty of uh, opportunities before and that they've won. And so their experience, I believe in the squad. I just, like I said, I think we just need to find someone that keeps it together. Uh, if you're not going to be able to land a big name that allows you to move forward in creating that identity for the future. So ultimately, anything you guys want to add? How about uh, the best thing that we got in this Diego Coca era or anything that he, there's even to highlight with this uh, short amount of time? Five games into the season, we lose <laughs> Uh, our coach projected to lead us into the next decade of success. I mean, if we're calling it quits here, his stats are pretty good. I mean, he was undefeated. So that's, that's a positive, but um, kind of to backtrack a little bit on what you were saying, I was talking to Theodos tactics earlier and I said, the club, the squad's not going to be an issue. He like, yes, it was accommodated to him. And I think that is also a very positive takeaway because whoever comes in next, they're going to get the keys to the Ferrari. So the squad's not an issue anymore. You're not going to have those Miguel Herrera excuses. Uh, the bench and the depth that we have is still phenomenal and impressive. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you're right. Misael, were you going to add on something? Yeah, I was just like, I mean, the main takeaway is, you know, we got good players. Gorgaran, I think he's um, he was a great signing. You know, he was he was one of the best midfielders in the league. And just the fact that we have them now in the in, in our squad is it's it's a great pickup. So um, there's not gonna be really a lot of excuses towards players now. You know, you got Ibanez uh, up there with Guignac, and then you still have you uh, uh, we have a deeper bench now than we had with Miguel Herrera last season. So that that wouldn't be a, a, a factor there. But um other than that is I mean, I don't think the team was playing as good as the results were. Uh, like against San Luis, you know, they 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 missed some some ideas uh, to open up the game. That was a game that we could have easily won and got to, you know, we would that would have sent us straight to the top of the of the of the league. But uh, you know, I think he he was he was a good coach, but um, from the beginning, I didn't like that that they chose him over over other names that were that were being chosen. I think the the bicampeonato with Atlas was that was just uh, out of luck and referees um but i don't think the team was playing that good so maybe hopefully this was this for the best we could find somebody better the illuminati uh conspiracy theater's tactics was talking about yeah um, yeah that's so what they're saying now yeah since, since uh he's 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 uh he's going to the national team that federation is gonna hook theaters up <laughs> yeah. and now all things aside though I'm not personally mad at Diego Coca for taking the job. Uh, if that was, you know, on his bucket list and his agenda, great. It could have come at a better timing. That's just my humble opinion. Yeah. Uh, if anything, the frustration more just comes from the FMF. You knew that this guy was available um, for quite a while. 
and mm -hmm. just the whole planning for replacing Tata Martino, it there was no plan to replace him. There was just, oh, we didn't like the outcome. You're not coming back. Um, we'll just deal with this mid-January. I honestly don't think that they started recruiting up until two or three weeks ago. I don't think there was any sort of plan. And if you look at the rumored candidates, they're all different playing styles. They're all just different types of coaches. So there's not really a precise vision for what's next uh, with the national team. Yeah, it almost felt like it was a, a media-driven campaign to put the federation to work because of the lack of effort or anything happening really um, from the federation's part to seek a new coach. And so I think the media campaign got them alert and aware and therefore started, you know, slipping names here and there because how convenient, like, you know, everybody started talking about like who was going to be the coaches and everybody was like hopping on like, Oh, it's going to be that guy. It's going to be that guy. Oh, it's going to be out of these three. And now adding more, uh, you know, guys to the list. So I think, you know, I think you're right. You bring a val very valid point, terrible timing. Um, but I think that Tigres will, will, will be all right. And I don't think the expectations should change. I think that you still go for two out of the three tournaments, if not all, and see what, we'll see what you get and roll with it with your players that are, you know, have been there and led you to success and championships before. Yeah. I think, I, I think as a, as a, um, as a Mexican national team fan, I think Diego Coca got, the job for, I mean, he didn't, he didn't, I don't think he deserved it. I think there was better options out there. Me and myself, I would have liked Almada from Pachuca to take over. I think Diego Coca doesn't have the merits enough to, to be the national team coach. I mean, I barely thought that he had enough for theaters. You know, he, he, I don't think he was the right coach for the national team, but um, you know, they, they said they were pushing really hard for him. Uh, you know, the, the Orlegi and, and Hank, they, which they knew him. So, uh, I mean, I, I just think he 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 got it without deserving it. Yeah, or just more my more so by you know resistant to the idea of Almada taking it on. So it's like okay, you got some guys are backing Almada, some guys are back backing Coca, and it's you know that's who they ended up choosing as a as a unit. All right, guys, anything that you guys want to add? Uh, great conversation. Uh, like we said, terrible timing, but, you know, we got to move on and uh, continue to have high expectations for this deep squad that was established. And who knows, maybe, you know, this is something that, you know, could end up turning great because now we can incorporate, you know, our two other high quality players like Cordova and Nico Diente Lopez. Right. And I think that's the only silver lining too. There's a, an arsenal of players that we have that he wasn't taking advantage of. And, I don't know if I was on a Twitter space or if I was talking to somebody earlier, but also just the fact that Coca's still using one or two subs per game, uh, not really taking advantage of the fact that now you can incorporate five. So it's just uh, whoever comes in next, they're going to have that opportunity. Uh, for other players as well, like Loronia, who hasn't really seen any minutes this right. season. Yeah. Exactly. So good thing to end on. Uh, thank you for your time, guys. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, for sure.
Los 